Hello everyone. This is Pastor Dean Thompson with a word of hope. The Unveiled Christ, Part 19. We shall reign with him. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat down with my father on his throne. Revelation chapter 3, verse 21, New International Version. Bible scholars have, have recognized some key texts in the book of Revelation that act as a conclusion to one vision and as an introductory statement for the vision that comes right after. These texts are called springboard passages by Ranko Stefanovich and duo directional passages by John Pauline. In the preface of his commentary on the book of Revelation, the Revelation of Jesus Christ, Stefanovich says, It has been observed that the key to the larger significance of major sections of the book is often located in the concluding statement of the preceding section. Such a statement functions as the springboard passage concluding what precedes and introducing what follows. End of quote. Several texts have been identified as functioning in this capacity. For example, the part of the book that deals with the messages to the seven churches, chapters 2 and 3, is preceded by the statement of Revelation 1 verse 20, which climaxes the vision of the glorified Christ, Revelation 1 verse 9 to verse 20. This concluding verse statement functions simultaneously as an introduction to Revelation 2 and 3. The vision of the sealed 144,000, chapter 7, expands and explains the concluding statement of Revelation 6, 16, and 17 in the form of a question regarding who will stand before the great wrath of the Lamb. The concluding statement of Revelation 12, verse 17, referring to the war against the remaining, of, the remaining ones of her offspring, is developed in chapters 13, and 14. Revelation chapter 15 verses 2 to 4 serve both, serves both as the conclusion of Revelation 12 to 14 and the introduction to the seven last plagues. Revelation 3 verse 21 seems to provide the interpretive outline for chapters 4 to 7 and 11 verse 18 for the entire seven half of the book. Revelation 12 to 22.5. Likewise, Revelation 6 verses 9 and 10, which finds its fullest confirmation in 8, 2 to 6 and 13, gives a clue for understanding the nature and purpose of both the seven seals and the seven trumpet plagues. Our focused, focused text today is Revelation 3 verse 21. John Pauline also sees it as a as relating directly to chapters 4 to 7. This verse functions on four key, this verse focuses on four key events. One, the saints overcoming. Two, Jesus overcame. Three, the saints joining Jesus on his throne. And four, Jesus joining the Father on his throne. While culminating the messages to the, to the seven churches, it is, it, it is also pointing forward to chapter 4, 
where the heavenly throne room is described. Then the Father is seen seated on a throne, receiving worship from the elders and the living creatures. In chapter 5, we see Jesus, the conquering lion, overcoming and joining his Father on the throne. Chapter 6 shows the saints overcoming seven seals. And chapter 7 shows the overcomers standing on the sea of glass, ready to join Jesus on his throne. When do these events occur? It is very crucial that we examine the tenses used in this verse. The one who overcomes, here we have the Greek present active participle. Therefore, it is a continuous event. It is always happening. Every Christian at all times in every place is to be an overcomer. How do Christians overcome? Revelation 12 verse 11 tells us they triumph over him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Revelation, 11, Revelation 12 verse 11. By our living experience with, with Jesus and faith in his shed blood, we are counted as overcomers. For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. 1 John chapter 4, chapter 5, verses 4 and 5, New International Version. Wherever Christians are, our primary task is to overcome. That is why the present active participle is used. It must be a continuous thing with us. If we keep on overcoming, keep on believing in Jesus and abiding in him, God sees us as if we have ultimately overcome, just like Jesus. The overcomers are those who receive Jesus into their heart. Revelation 3 verse 20. They are those who receive Jesus and believe in his name, the true children of God. John 1 verse 12. As it relates to Jesus overcoming, the tense is the aorist indicative. That is in the past time from John's perspective. When did Jesus overcome? When did he sit down on his father's throne? A first century Christian would, would, have, would only have one possible answer. Jesus overcame on the cross and he sat down with his father after his resurrection and ascension. Hebrews 1 verse 3 tells us, He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he opposed the universe by the word of his power. After purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Acts 2.33 Being therefore exalted at the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured out this that you yourselves are seeing and hearing. Listen what Hebrews 12 verse 2 Looking to Jesus the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the same, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. And Hebrews 8 verse 1. Now the point in what we are saying is this. We have such a high priest, one who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven. Because Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God, God's people can function in the world today. We have hope. When do the people of God get to sit on Jesus' throne? To the one who overcomes is a present continuous reality that is leading to a future continuous reality. 
Because God's people are overcoming in the present time, they will receive their reward in future time. Brothers and sisters, if we reign with Jesus, if we are faithful to the end and overcome through faith, we will sit on Jesus' throne. The angels of heaven are not given such a privilege. Humanity has been exalted and glorified by the Son of God, whom himself became human and died to save us. If we will have that honored privilege, we will reign with him. We will judge angels with him. We are joint ears with him. And I say, praise the Lord. Loving Lord and Savior, we thank you for exalting us and honoring us beyond what we do deserve. Please help us to honor you as you deserve. Help us to live by faith with our hearts fully surrendered to you. Help us to walk in the light of your words and be pleasing in your sight. Help us to respect each other and give honor appropriately. Amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters.